Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Solution. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy March 1st. Another month has passed. Another uh, uh, another month has passed. Uh, March 1st, man. That intro you guys heard was that song, uh, me and Amanda's first song. Today is our wedding anniversary. It's supposed to have been seven years married today. And um, I didn't think I was going to talk. I didn't think I was going to get on the mic today. Or at least, like, you know, one-on-one with you guys right here. I initially had uh, one of my buddies slated to come on for a podcast via phone-in. But uh just didn't have the heart to, you know, to do the back-and-forth banter with uh, with anybody. And uh, I wasn't sure I was going to talk, like I said. But I'm a few drinks in and said, fuck it, man. Fuck it, you know. Uh, seven years ago, me and this beautiful woman... Um, said I do at the Virginia Beach Aquarium. It was a it was a small wedding, you know. We had a there was a lot of there was a lot of uh memories tied to tied to today, tied to the day before we got married. You know, she had um you know, me and her had planned this whole wedding out. Uh it was kind of not last minute, but it was a little rushed because of dates and, and and schedule conflicts between my career, her career, you know, what have you. But um we were the first people at the Virginia Aquarium to get married above the Stingray tank. Like the lady over there said she had never, like nobody had ever done it before. Uh, we were just walking around and they were showing us different areas to, you know, you know, take that, take that leap. And we walked by the Stingray tank and we saw it and we're like, wow, there's like a, there's a little stage behind the Stingray tank so you can get up and actually get like a, a bird's eye view of the Stingrays and stuff. And then we did like 60 people, right? And it wasn't because like we didn't want a bunch of people there, but we wanted to keep it. Uh, small, uh, we understood that, uh, you know, paying, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars for a day is, uh, I don't know, it was just insane, right? Uh, to each their own, whoever, whoever wanted to do it. The funny thing is, right, two months before we got married, her cousins got married, or her cousin got married, and they rented out City Hall out in uh, San Francisco, and they spent like, they spent a, they spent a grip on their wedding. So, her mom comes along. Uh, when she flies in and she's showing them pictures of this wedding and Amanda's all of a sudden like, oh my God, they're going to be here. This wedding isn't going to be enough. Like, like I'm talking about our wedding now. So the day before we're fucking scrambling. And by we, I mean, she is scrambling. I am 100% content. I give zero fucks what anybody else does. What somebody else eats doesn't make me shit. Whoever, (laughs) who you fuck doesn't make me come, you know? Um, but it was just, it was just one of the memories tied to that day. Right. It's, uh, they were they were changing around centerpieces. They were doing this, that, and the other, man. And I tell you, uh, it was a it was a beautiful fucking day. Uh, there's a couple things I would have changed uh, as far as my end. One, the suit I was wearing was way too fucking baggy for me. Uh, two, might have probably gone on a diet. Uh, probably three or four months before the wedding. Uh, I seen some of the pictures, and I just look like I don't know what I look like. I didn't look like me, uh, or at least the, the me that I, I wanted to look like. Uh, but her, I picture perfect. Everything I dreamed of when I saw her. We had the surprise uh, uh, first sight photos, right? So we got to see each other before the wedding while we took the photos. So I had my back turned to her, and I was, uh, we were outside out of the aquarium, like in, a, in one of the nature areas, like one of the preserves. 
And uh, I turned around, man, and I seen this glow on her, you know. Uh, I'm not a fan of makeup, and she knew that. But her makeup was just done perfectly uh, to accent all her natural beauty. Uh, this glowing white dress. Um, it was just, you know, it was... I was, you know, I, I'll never forget. I'll never ever forget the feel. I'm like, I'm this. This is gonna be <laughs> my wife. This is gonna be Miss Kalush. You know, I told her on our first date. I told her, I said, you're gonna be my my future ex-wife. And it was meant to be a joke, right? You got to start somewhere, future ex-wife, and then work out somewhere else. But you know, she was everything I wanted from the day I met her. You know, career oriented, uh, educated, no children. At the time, right, I would think I was like 24 or 25, and she was like 26 or 27. She's about two years older than me. But uh, everybody that I had met at that time in my life and, and prior to her had kids. So I felt like Virginia Beach's number one stepdaddy all the time, which, you know, I, I don't mind. I didn't mind at the time, but it's not what I wanted to settle down with. Uh, I didn't want I didn't want to have to marry somebody. I didn't want to marry a woman and then marry her her baby daddy as well, you know. Uh, I no disrespect to anybody that has done that, you know, more power to you. I just, I didn't, at the time I wasn't mature enough and, um, I just didn't have the stomach for it. But anyways, man, I met her career oriented, education, uh, educated, uh, beautiful, stunning, uh, focused woman. And then, you know, culturally similar, you know, she's Egyptian, I'm Israeli. And, uh, it was just, <laughs> I couldn't have, I couldn't have, uh, thought up a, a better woman, you know, in my, my, like I dreamt up a woman, and the woman in my of my dreams um, still would pale in comparison to the woman that I had in reality in front of me. And I just I felt like I had the jackpot. I felt like there was, I don't know, I just I felt like I had to marry her. So, it, you know, we uh, we started dating in February of uh, 2012. I proposed to her uh, December 7th of 2012. Uh, we had uh, about a year, year and some change long engagement. And got married in you know March first of two thousand and fourteen, uh, and it was it was a great wedding. It was a great wedding. Uh, I didn't have everybody I wanted there, and she didn't have everybody she wanted there. But we had each other, you know. Uh, we had our families there, and um, that's pretty much it, right? Families were like maybe I won't say out of the the sixty people, it was like maybe like ten or fifteen, maybe maybe yeah, fifteen like extras like, as far as people that weren't blood, and. Um, you know, everything didn't go as planned, right? It was our first time doing this thing. So and there was some hiccups, but at the same time, it, it all kind of bled into the, the whole, the memory that was our wedding. And um, I haven't listened to John Legend since all this happened. You know, John Legend was our go-to guy for a lot of our songs. That was my, like me playing the All of Me song at the beginning of this to record it was my first time hitting the play button on that damn song. In uh in six months, I remember the last dance that me and her had. I you know she was feeling down and out before I left to Rhode Island, and uh, I stopped her in the bathroom in our in our master bathroom, and uh, I gave her a hug, and and I grabbed my phone and she got mad. She's like, "Are you on your phone?" And I didn't say nothing because like I was on my phone going through iTunes to um pull out John Legend right all of me. So I played it, and she immediately felt like, like, oh, shit, like I was about to yell at this guy for no reason. And I sat there in the bathroom with her, and I danced with her. And that was the last dance. That was our first dance married, and that was our last dance. Before all this shit happened, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, man. I got to hit the pause button. 
I take a little sip of that tequila and take a deep breath in, but I'll come back and uh, yeah, man, it's just it was a it was a beautiful day. I'm sitting here right now talking to you guys while I'm looking at her urn, and um, you know, I just want to leave you guys, not leave you guys. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I got a few more minutes, but I want to tell you guys, man, uh, you're with you're with the person you're with for a reason. All right. Sometimes we grow apart. Sometimes we fall out of love. But each of those things are a choice. They're a decision that we've made. Whether we grow apart because we chose to grow apart. And uh, we fell out of love because we chose to fall out of love. All right. The same way you chose to fall in love and the same way you chose to grow with somebody, you're choosing to not. You're choosing to stop. So I get in the beginning, you know, with the whole infatuation, the lust, uh, this is all new. And, you know, and we fall in love with the idea of love. If you've been with somebody for a while, you you've chose to, um, you know, stick it out with them. And, and you've chose to make that person the person you're sticking it out with, if that makes sense. So for those people out there listening and they got their relationships and they got their woes and, uh, and their, their hurdles, you know, perfectly normal i need you guys to know that it's perfectly normal you make a decision every time you jump the hurdle you made that decision to jump the hurdle or you made it you made a decision to not jump that hurdle but either way it's your decision to make just like it's your decision to stay with that person or your decision to leave because of your decision to fall in love or fall out of love or hate or love whatever the case is it's at the end of the day what i'm trying to say is it's your decision i fucked up in my marriage I thought it was just a, like, I, you know, I thought like, you know, we came to a stalemate looking back and seeing how much we've gone through and seeing how much new changes happened, um, you know, between having our first child, having our second child, building the home that we're in right now, um, the careers, the everything, you know, that's all part of this. You got to re fall in love every time something happens. You got to re fall in love on a daily basis. You have to re-fall in love and you got to find a reason why. You have to find a reason why. And I get every relationship doesn't work out. And every relationship isn't supposed to work out. But at the same time, you can't use that shit as a cop-out. You have to try. And after you've tried, and I'm not, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of relationships out there. You know, domestic violence. There's a, um, drug abuse. There's, there's a, you know, uh, financial hardships due to ignorance. I get that. That's that's all shit you controlled and you fucked up and then, you know, you lost whoever you lost because of it. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about those people like the same situation me and Amanda were in. We thought we were falling in love, out of love with each other. Or at least I did on my end, right? Amanda always, um, you know, said like, no, she still loves me. But I always responded back. I'm like, you treat me like a fucking dog. You know, you treat me like shit. So like my love language was words of affirmation. It's always, I just want, I want to know that I'm doing right by you. I want the I want the pat on the back. I want the I want the I want to know that my action, my effort, my fucking my blood, sweat, and tears was worth something. It, it is something to you. It's not just me, you know, spinning my wheels. So uh, that was our main fight. And after a while of just feeling like I got uh, being treated like a dog day in and day out, I just felt like maybe I, maybe I'm not in love with this woman anymore. It's not the woman I met. It's not the woman I you know I want to marry. But now here I am looking back and I'm just, you know, just so fucking stupid. I was so fucking stupid. You know, we never had a fight over cheating. We never had a fight over infidelity. We never had no fight over financial hardships. We never had a fight over anything substantial. I mean, her always said that to each other. All of our fights were just, it's like we were bored and we just fucking fought with each other. And I don't get it. I don't get why we spent so much time 
Because we did. We spent a lot of time fighting. Uh, don't. I'm not saying the whole relationship, the whole marriage was fight, fight, fight. But we spent a lot of time bickering. It's like we were bored and we were like the only adult interaction we had for each other. Even though that wasn't true. And everything was a fucking bicker. But like I said, looking back, hindsight's always twenty twenty. There's always, there's always what I should have done, could have done, would have done. And most people, if you talk to anybody that's been through anything in their life, will always say I should have done, would have done, could have done. So what I'm asking you guys right now is, if you're in a situation like that, you know, imagine that person that you're with, that you're bickering with for whatever the fucking reason is. You know, if that person wasn't there anymore for whatever the reason, you know, whether they're not with us, no longer on this earth or whether they're just not with you in your life. You know, would you look back and say, would you know, you should have, could have, would have. And if you did, then figure out what you should have, could have and do it. You know, Um, you learn nothing from life if you think you're right all the time. I'm going to say that again. You learn nothing from life if you think you're right all the time. We all know those people that can't take responsibility for their actions and who make you feel bad for being angry with them when they do you wrong. We all know those people. We know those people that can't take responsibility. We know those people that uh, feel like they can't never learn nothing because they're just, whether it's a fucking pride thing or whether it's an ego thing. Um, but I'll I tell you guys, man, uh, you, you, have to, you have to have extreme ownership when it comes to your life. All right. Those people that you chose to put in your life, the relationships you chose to have or choose to have, um, the friendships, whatever the case is, all been a choice made by the person in them. Nobody ever woke up in a relationship that they hated. Nobody ever woke up in a relationship they were tricked into. Um, and nobody ever spent, you know, 5, 10, 15 fucking years in a marriage that they didn't sign up for. So we make these choices on a day-to-day basis. So make the choice to fix whatever you got going on. If you do want to fix it. If you don't, that's fine. Walk away. But walk away realizing that you might have that regret. Anything that costs you your peace is too expensive, so let it go. All right? I know that sounds like it contradicts what I just said, but at the same time, your peace, like, you know, I, this is costing me my peace. You know, this, this I, I didn't let my wife go. I didn't let my wife go at all. I thought about letting her go as far as like a, a divorce here and there, but I always knew that it wasn't going to happen because, I mean, she was too stubborn to let me, let me even get divorced from her. Two, I didn't never really want to get divorced. I just, there was times where I was just fed up. I had to walk away because I just got, I felt like I was being treated like a dog. I tell you guys, there hasn't been a day that's passed where I don't fucking wish, dream, hope that I'd be treated like a fucking dog by her if she came back. I sit on here, I wear a fucking a goddamn a, a, um, a bark collar uh, if, if there was any possibility of her coming back in my life. So just think about that, alright? Think about who you have. Think about who you're with. Like I said, every relationship isn't meant to go the fucking distance. Divorce is divorce for a reason. But just remember, if it's broke, you had a part to play in that. There's nobody out there without fault when it comes to a fucking relationship. There's plenty of people that's going to act like they have no fault. There's plenty of people to say, oh, this person did this, this person did that. You know, I'm just, a, I'm, I don't know why he or she did that. Motherfucker, you're the reason why he or she did that. All right? So fix yourself before you try to fix somebody else. But at the same time, you're fixing yourself. Not only because you want to fix somebody else, you want to you wanna keep what you have. So keep what you have by fixing yourself and hoping that shit trickles over to somebody else. Or hoping they realize and see what you fix within yourself. All right. I'm going to keep this one short, man. 15 minutes. I love you guys. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're on iTunes, Spotify, whatever the case is, rate this fucking show. 
Uh, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. Hey, no more advertisements. You guys aren't going to hear no more ads in the beginning of this shit. Um, we're just going to get straight to the business. All right? Love y'all, man. Keep swimming. If those arms get tired and you feel like you can't fucking swim no more, it's okay to take a deep breath in and float. So fucking float. <laughs>